people. How are you ladies doing today? I hope everyone is doing wonderful. If you're new to my channel, welcome. My name is Dr. Michelle. And if you're returning, welcome back. First and foremost, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. This is my first video of 2020, so I hope all of you guys are having a great year thus far. Today, I want to talk with you ladies about how to channel your feminine energy, how to get to know yourself how to get to know your worth, how to know your likes, your dislikes, figure out where you're going in this life. And most importantly, how to nurture your true nature, how to be able to reach back into yourself, charge yourself up to be able to exude femininity. One of the biggest pieces of this is knowing yourself and knowing your worth. Without this, it's very difficult to build the confidence that it takes to be able to make moves in this world. Without this, you really don't know what direction you're going in and life can kind of sweep you any which way it wants. So it's very important that you take the time and spend it with yourself to grasp some of these concepts so you're able to actually blossom. Let's talk about some of the adjectives that are usually linked to feminine women. The idea of femininity usually brings about adjectives like open, receivers, elegant power, emotional depth, nurturing, soft. Now, as I went over those adjectives, the one that stood out the most in terms of taking care of yourself is the idea of nurturing. As women, we are natural nurturers. We nurture our friends, our family, animals, strangers, but a lot of times we don't nurture ourselves. As a feminine woman, it's going to be crucial for you to prioritize time with yourself that you're using to grow and to reflect. Now, I would recommend in your home to have a space just a feminine space for you. It can be a desk with portraits and flowers and candles. It can be a little corner in your bathroom where you decorate it and you make it look super feminine and pretty. But wherever the space is, depending on what you have, some people have an entire room, like a beauty room. If you have space in your home for something like this and you're using it for storage or for clutter, I would recommend cleaning it out and just creating a beautiful space for yourself. This is going to be where you go to do the things that we're gonna talk about. And it will make you feel beautiful and feminine, especially if you play a very masculine-like role, let's say like at work, when you come home, you know that you're gonna be able to recharge in this feminine space. Now, if you can, I would recommend decorating all of your space in a way that makes you feel happy and alive, but have a little corner with things that have flowers and beautiful feminine colors, maybe like a room scent or room mister that you can spray just to kind of embody that feminine spirit. I like to use sprays um, not only in the room, but like on linen sometimes. It can be homemade like with lavender oil or something soothing, or sometimes I pick up certain sprays um, in the stores or online that you can spray just to kind of reshift your mood. As a feminine woman, it's going to be important that you are able to have this time in your day that you carve out, whether it's right in the morning when you wake up 
right when you get home from work or before you go to bed, but have at least 30 minutes to yourself. I know some people will say, I don't have that kind of time. I don't have it. I, I don't know where I'm going to find 30 minutes. But if you can't make time for yourself, how can you expect other people to make time for you? One of the things that we're going to talk about is this idea of allowing yourself to be a priority in your own life, okay? And not in a selfish or overindulgent way, but some women are not doing it at all. And if you don't have time in your day to think and reflect, then you are running around every day robotically. You're not actually living. So this is probably going to require a sacrifice on your end, okay? It's a sacrifice, but it's for yourself. So that means that you might have to wake up an hour earlier every day. During this time, you can seduce your senses, kind of like what we talked about, light some candles, you can light some incense and it's just a really nice way to kind of like welcome myself into the day or welcome myself back home. Now in talking about making time for yourself, something that's also really important to do sometimes is take a mental health day. Take a day off from work where you're going to focus on yourself, not running errands and doing a bunch of crazy work, but actually sleeping in and getting a sufficient amount of rest, you do need sleep. And I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of sleep and they'll say things like, well, I only need three or four hours every night. But then you'll have people who will tell you when you're out with them, oh, gotta go, I need my eight hours of sleep. Once you are able to really see what your body is like when you sleep enough, you'll be able to value the sleeping time that you have. You'll start to modify things in your day to allow yourself to get that rest. Ladies, rest is essential. It's not just something people say. You will start to see the effects of that as you get older if you don't prioritize that while you're young. You need a rest so that your body can heal. If you're exercising, your body needs that time. If you're trying to get rid of pimples and issues on your face, your body needs that time. Your body needs time to process all the things that went on during your day, to heal yourself from any stressors or anxieties that you might be having. This is time your body requires, so you have to give it to yourself. Sleep in. Now, something else you can do that's super fun and feminine is take a shower, play some relaxing music, and light some candles. I always shower with candles on. I like the aroma. I like the vibe it gives the bathroom. It gives me a very relaxed feeling and I can get into my feminine mode. Now you can play whatever music you like, whatever makes you feel like you're at your best. For me personally, I love listening to indie R&B music. It's melodic, it's soft, sexy, and um, it helps me kind of get into my feminine zone. But whatever music you like, Play it loud, sing along, allow yourself to be free, allow yourself to sing. Don't be embarrassed of your own voice, it's yours. Allow yourself to just be free. Now it's very important to have that spa time where you're doing your nails, or you're doing your makeup, doing your hair, washing it. You can even allow other people to pamper you. That's very important to understand that that is wonderful and there's nothing that you should feel guilty about when you are allowing someone else to pamper you 
especially when you're paying for it. So go allow someone else to do your hair for once. Go let someone do your nails for you for once. Get a facial, get a massage. It doesn't have to just be safe for special occasion. When you consider all aspects of your life, caring for yourself should be a priority. So you should dedicate a portion of your income to self-care. So massages, getting those massages in is not just for the pampering aspect, but you'll find a lot of people go to help with their blood circulation. People who have certain illnesses go to be preventative. A lot of people go for very different reasons, but it's just the same as someone going after work and grabbing four margaritas, which is kind of a lot. <laughs> But someone going after work and grabbing a couple of drinks could cost the same as a very basic massage package. So think about that. It's really important for you to put the time back into yourself in ways that are going to heal you and help you long term. Now, aside from all the pampering stuff, with this alone time, it's going to be crucial for you to do some self-work. As a woman, when you think about your life, when you actually sit down and reflect on your life, you shouldn't be the same person and having the same issues that you had in the eighth grade that you do in your 30s and 40s. And for a lot of people, not much has changed. Not much has changed about their personality. Not much has changed about their achievements, their friendships, their relationships not much has changed. And that's because you haven't done the work. You should be able to reflect on your life and seek growth in lots of different areas. This is a time where you gotta get real. You have got to get real with yourself. This is a time that you have to sit back and reflect on your days, your weeks, and be able to ask yourself some really hard questions. Reflect on your day. What did I do today? How did I treat people? Did something happen to me today? Why did it happen? And admit to yourself the truth. Maybe it was fear. Maybe you're jealous. Be able to tell yourself, yeah, I was jealous. That is a tough thing to admit to yourself. But honey, if you can't admit it to yourself, you can't even tell yourself then you really have work to do, okay? And once you're able to at least identify where you are with some of your feelings and some of your choices, then you can actually figure out where to start working. So if you are in a space where you are very jealous, you may have to start doing something differently in your life, like maybe giving yourself some distance from the things or people that are making you jealous, unfollowing people on Instagram that you find yourself comparing yourself to. Maybe you might have to stop talking to someone for a little bit and do the work, pray about it, meditate on things, read books to help you grow. Maybe the issues are deeper and you might need to consult with a therapist. Go see someone and talk to them about this and let them give you some tools, some ideas. It's no different than what we're doing right now, okay? There's no difference except it'll be based on your unique needs. So don't be afraid to put some love into yourself. No one has to know 
you don't have to tell people that you've been struggling with all these things. You just have to figure out how you're going to work through them. Something that has also helped me tremendously is focusing on gratitude and gratefulness. I would always make some time, whether it's at the beginning or at the end, to just be thankful. Thank God for the things that you do have, the things that do go right, things that you have gotten, you have achieved. Just be thankful and say it, say it out loud. I'm thankful that I have this. I'm so grateful that I have this. Get used to talking about the good stuff too. Try your best to stay out of the negative and focus on the good. That's how you get more good. Now, I also take some time to visualize. I know that so many videos are out there about manifesting your future and, and all of that, and you can do whatever makes you comfortable, but the idea of seeing yourself in a certain light is going to be prominent in your growth. If you cannot close your eyes and imagine yourself doing and having the things that you are working towards, then you are still struggling with your ability to believe in yourself. Do the test, write down three things that you want to have, achieve, experience in the next three years of your life. Just write it down and then close your eyes and visualize yourself. Visualize yourself walking across the stage and getting your degree. Visualize yourself buying that new car and driving around. Visualize yourself walking down the aisle, visualize it and see yourself doing these things. This is one of the reasons why I stress making a vision board. They are wonderful, but they really help you with these visualizations. And you can put a vision board in your little sacred space and you can look at it and visualize yourself in these moments. This is going to help boost yourself up and remind yourself you can have these things. Pray about it. That's something that has been crucial for me prayer. I take the time and I talk to God and I pray about things and I think about them, I manifest them, I meditate on them. Whatever words you want to use, I believe and have faith and I work towards it. Now, if you want to take things a step further, what you can also do is journal. This is something I've done my entire life. The reason why I do it is because in the moment, it helps me take all of this information up here and put it on paper. And it just frees me, it releases me from thinking about it. So I kind of get out all these emotions. Sometimes the emotions are way more heightened in my brain than they were when I cut it on paper. After I'm done, I'm always able to say, okay, I feel better now, just getting it out. So I write things down, but I also write it down so that I can see my growth. I can actually look back and flip back to Michelle at 17 years old and say, ooh, ooh, I remember when I did that. I just did that yesterday too, you know, and really be able to compare and, and really see my growth. Um, but it's powerful. You don't have to keep your entries. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend that you do that if you're living with someone that could potentially look through your things and read your thoughts. You can write it down and rip it up, okay? You can write it down and read it back to yourself. Sometimes that's also been very healing for me is to be able to read 
something that I felt at a certain period of time because it let me know that, hey, these moments go, these feelings go away. They're not forever. It reminds me of that. And if you can, jot down any lessons you learned that day or any ways that you think you can improve yourself for the week. Just one thing, don't overdo it. Just pick one thing. This week, I'm gonna work on being more positive. This week, I'm gonna work on saying no. This week, I'm gonna work on saying yes. Whatever it is, just try and slowly incorporate new habits into your life. Now, once you're able to get into this routine of pampering yourself and just reading and growing and developing as a person, you're going to fall in love with it. You're going to want more and more of it. And this is how you build up your self-confidence. You're going to start wanting more things in life, wanting more things for yourself. You're going to start being able to convince yourself that you can do certain things as you accomplish each goal. One thing that's going to be life-changing is to evaluate the people in your life. It's very important every so often to really take a look around you, the people that you're communicating with often, the people who you're going out with, the people who you are close to, and determine whether or not these people are adding value to your life. Are there certain negative traits that you're only doing around certain people? Do they kind of bring this out of you? Are you doing enough for people around you? Are you being a good friend? Are you honoring people's birthdays? Are you being supportive of people's journeys? What are you contributing into other people's lives as well? This is that time for you to get brave and drop the dead weight. Learn how to break free from friendships. Learn how to break free from anything that is hurting you. And this also applies to relationships, relationships with people in your family, relationships with your significant other. You won't be able to see these thoughts through without this alone time. One of the most beneficial things that you can do for yourself during this alone time is decide what your priorities are and lay down some expectations. Who are you? What do you like? What do you dislike? What don't you tolerate? Create some standards for yourself. So someone might ask, how do you set a standard? Or what does it look like to create a standard, right? So for example, let's say that during this alone time you're having, you're really tired. You're just like, wow, I didn't get that much sleep last night. I wonder what happened? And you realize, oh yeah, it's because Antonio called me at 1130 and we talked for like an hour and a half. Even though I didn't really want to pick up the phone, I did anyway, and then now I'm tired, right? So you would say, moving forward, I don't want to receive phone calls from anyone after 9 o'clock. Unless it's an emergency from my immediate family, I'm not picking up the phone. Once you create that standard, you can let people know, hey, by the way, please don't call me after 9 o'clock because I'm getting ready for bed. If that person or whoever calls you at 11.30 again, you don't pick up the phone. You don't pick it up if you're lonely. You don't pick it up if you're sad, if you're in a talkative mood. You don't pick it up because you've created the standard. Do not call me after 9 p.m. And you have to stick with it. It's a decision that you make prior and it teaches people how to treat you. You get to decide what you do and you don't like and you get to tell people how to do it. 
And that way, you know, you're stress-free. They know that they've missed their window and maybe they'll make it important to try to catch up with you before the odd hours of the night. So this is how you create a standard. But during that time with yourself, you should sit down and determine how you want to be treated, what you will and won't tolerate. There are a number of very helpful books out there that can help you with creating these standards and creating these boundaries that you set for yourself that people kind of have to stay out of. It'll make you a happier person. It'll allow you the freedom of not being mishandled by people. Ladies, the things that I've talked about in this video are so important. You have to create the time for yourself. I want you to really sit down and think about this. This is what's going to open the floodgates for your self-esteem to be boosted, for you to know who you are as a person, and for you to really allow yourself to be treated the way you want to be. Now, for some of the more minute yet very essential aspects of channeling your feminine energy is always looking your best presenting your best to yourself and to the world. When you are well-dressed, put together, when you have a smile on your face, when you look happy, when you just appear as if you're at peace with yourself, you attract the best energy. Take some time and look your best. Wear dresses, wear skirts, wear heels, smile at people, appear like you enjoy your life, <laughs> do your hair, do your nails, actually spend time with people that you care about, spend time with other girls and laugh and get that girl time in. Um, be able to plan trips for yourself, plan trips for your friends, do things that give you that creative energy, okay? Create. We are creators as women. So make sure that you're always creating, you're always changing your look, changing your hair, changing your nails, being festive, changing decorations with the holidays, turning a house into a home. All of these things are going to activate your feminine energy. So that's it for today, ladies. Thank you so much for watching this video. I appreciate all of your support on my channel. I love you guys so much. Make sure to stay tuned. I have a new video coming out next week on emotional control, being able to manage your emotional outbursts as a feminine woman, as a woman in general, I want to make sure my videos are not just exclusive to femininity, but just to self-growth as a whole. And I think we can all use a little bit of support in that area. <laughs> so thank you for watching this video. I love you guys so much. I appreciate all of your support and I hope to see you.